good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or perhaps even good night, depending on where you're joining us. Thank you for tuning in to the Cauliflower Chronicles podcast. Well, here we are again, another episode. Um, It's been a long while since I sat down and uh, did anything with this podcast, so thank you for joining me, those of you that have decided to wait the I think it's even longer than three months since I last did a did a cast so I I do apologize about that it's going to be a little bit of a different one again today because I've been quite impromptu in terms of putting the idea together to actually record this um I've been meaning for a while to actually sit down and do some planning perhaps to organize a you know another guest to have on people to kind of interview or just sit and chat with that sort of thing and just keep slipping out of my mind to actually get anyone tied down and pencil anything in. So I found myself with a little bit of time today. I'm over at the academy and I just thought, do you know what, you've got 40 minutes, 45 minutes spare, just sit yourself down, get a recording on and then at least you're, you're back on the horse as it were and it gives the, the, the dedicated listeners something to, to tune back into. Apologies if I've scared any of you with saying 40 to 45 minutes worth of listening to me drone on, especially just me. I um, probably won't do that long, to be honest. I'm just going to ramble on, see how long we go. We might go for five minutes, we might go 10 minutes, we might go 40 minutes, 45 minutes, who knows? We may have interruptions, we may go straight the way through with um, nice and sort of calmness and serenity. Um, Name of my sex tape. Um, (laughs) I, I, I won't start that. Although I have started it now, so I probably will continue in in at least some lane. Um, So, yeah, thank you for joining me. It's been a hectic few months, not just with, uh, you know, all of the things that come with with regular sort of, you know, academy stuff, but we've got a lot busier um, over at Unity Jiu-Jitsu. We've been really lucky in that we've had a lot of, you know, positive uh, positive growth in terms of membership numbers and that sort of thing. We've got more classes on. Um, We've got, you know, people that are kind of coming to us and wanting to actually compete now as well so it's all been really really busy which has been absolutely fantastic but um like I say it's also been busy away from that side of things as well in terms of just personal life and so on um as some of you may be aware if you're following my you know my Instagram account at jitsboy then uh, you'll know that I've got my marathon coming up as well um I've had obviously my birthday recently as well for those of you that know me personally so been doing things with that got the NFL London game coming up so so many other things that have been sort of on my mind and and, and been keeping me busy but um here we are now I'm sat here at uh, a very quiet time in the in the academy of course there's no one else here but I do this quite a bit I'm going to admit um it's, you know apologies if the acoustics is a little bit funny in here but I do this a fair bit, you know, whether it be after classes or whatever. I just sit here and look around, and uh, still doesn't quite sink in that um, you know I'm part of this, part of something that's as sort of as well as just exciting and as successful and uh, inspiring as it has been to be a part of uh, of this Unity Jiu Jitsu. Of course, it's not just me. Um, there's a, a group of us, five of us, involved in in doing this at the kind of management level, and then of course a a massive thanks need be said to everyone who's training here and has you know popped in to see us and supported us and all of that sort of stuff so it's by all means not just me but it is nice to um, sit here on my own sometimes although it's a little bit spooky as well because it sounds like someone's moving around even though I know there's no one else here (laughs) hopefully someone upstairs 
So, yeah, um, Unity Jiu-Jitsu continuing to develop the next, uh, or at least one of the upcoming podcasts. What I'm hoping to do is to sit down with the rest of the, the management group, five of us, and uh, get us to all sort of put our thoughts together in, in audio form. Can you, say, put it on tape with this, given that I'm recording into a phone? I don't know if that's technically right. Probably not, but anyway. So, yeah, that's, that's one of the, uh, the next topics. Is that I want to actively, um, like I say, sit down with the guys and, and get them chatting about stuff. I want to do another episode with Sean as well. Of course, my, you know, my co-coach and uh, someone that you know I've done episodes with previously. For those of you that haven't listened, you can have a have a look back and uh, have a have a go through those. I will warn you: there's a couple of um, beers exchanged, um, maybe more than a couple, maybe several. But yeah, it's it's good fun. It's good fun to listen to and uh, good fun to record. So I'll probably do another one with him soon as well. Probably much in the same vein that we'll do it drunk. Um, and uh, yeah, other people lined up. I've got a good friend of mine, Lee, who I haven't spoken to for a good while, but I've been meaning to uh, get him down for an episode. He's a, a, a dietitian. He's done his masters in di- uh, dietetics, and uh, like I say, he's done lots of sort of. Um, preparation for athletes, not just for BJJ, but for other sports as well. And uh, it'd be great to get his thoughts on some on some things. In particular, I want to talk to him about his thoughts around kind of weight cutting and all of that sort of stuff and uh, get his views on it, how to do it, if you should be doing it and when you should be doing it, if you're applicable, that sort of thing. So yeah, mainly was just to, you know, spill some thoughts out. I um, I did have a, you know, a good few suggestions from people when I last put a post out on the uh, the uh, Instagram account, not just my own uh, personal account, but also through the, the Cauliflower Chronicles uh, Instagram account itself. And a good few um, ideas coming in from that, and uh, one of which came in from the fantastic Mr. Carl Green over at Leicester Shoot, and uh, that was going to be my kind of starting point for today. I, 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 it's, it is a more complex topic than I'm going to make it out to be, but it was one that I picked out from the list that I thought could be you know, short and snappy and, and get me going, get me talking about about my thoughts on it. Um, and it was just around the, the whole idea of whether you can really have, uh, uh, you know, no ego within jiu-jitsu and you know, within kind of combat sports in general, really, I guess. Um, there seems to be a bit of a, a bit of a phrase that goes around sometimes with jiu-jitsu where you, you're told to leave your ego at the door. And I you know, I, I I do get that and I tell my guys exactly the same thing in terms of, you know, not bringing your sort of, you know, your your thoughts about being a, a big bully man and, you know, that you're going to come in and beast everybody and that sort of thing. That that sort of approach, that sort of attitude should certainly be left outside of any academy, not just not just unity. Um, but I do think that it's, it's important to realise that often that ego is the thing that will really drive you to be competitive so you know you you can almost go too far and I've been guilty of that myself of trying to remove my ego from things um and certainly kind of remember around my kind of around my purple belt days where I was a lot more um say aggressive it's probably not the right word but I was certainly a lot more um uh, competitive in terms of how I would roll how I would conduct my training and obviously that a certain amount of that is to you know be expected as I was a younger man then and so on and so forth and perhaps be able to 
take and deliver a little bit more physically, but also just my mindset being that that little bit different as well. It's it's interesting because as I as I talk about this, I've got the TV on at the academy and uh, watching the most recent UFC, the UFC two seven nine, I believe, and uh, just the the guys are posturing up and stuff at the uh, at the weigh in. So it's it's quite funny to see that as we're talking about ego. So yeah, I think like I say to to kind of full, um, you know sort of fully remove that would be would be foolhardy to try and think you could do that. Um, like I say, I, I I had a much more aggressive approach back then, and that was certainly part of my my ego wanting to you know wanting to win and stuff, and that was driving me to some really good you know really good tr- <laughs> runs of training, some really good um, as I see it anyway, some really good competition performances and so on. And then after that, I kind of fell into the habit of being that. You know that bit too placid almost. Um, I can remember in one particular competition, I just l- literally switched off. Um, I think I ha- actually had a rear naked choke on the, the the person that I was competing against, and my coach Eduardo looked across to me and saw that I literally just disengaged. Um, and he, <laughs> bless him, as, as he well he should have done. He had quite a go at me afterwards in the sense of you know what what were you doing? Why did you you know why did you sort of let that go? You you literally just switched off, and it was really quite a turning point because it stuck in my mind for a very long period of time as that point where I sort of decided, you know what, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push that much anymore. I'm gonna try and be that sort of bit more laid back about things. I'm not gonna you know allow my aggression or my ego to take over that much and uh, because of that my you know, my competition performance did wane after that um, obviously other things get in the way as well and stuff and different moves and things like that and you know going to different parts of the country and so on but I think that was a, a you know a big sort of detriment to that if you like a detriment to that performance so I think ego is important in some ways as long as it's controlled you know um the nature of what we do is a competitive, <laughs> a competitive thing. Um, I don't, I don't like to use the term "fight" for jujitsu because that's not really what we're doing, is it? Although, perhaps that's something that I can elaborate on further in this in this episode. But I, I don't see jujitsu as a, a fight so much as perhaps a maybe an MMA event or something like this where strikes are involved as well. That's a little bit more akin to a fight, as far as I'm concerned. Um, Generally speaking, you say that we play at jiu-jitsu, don't you? But, uh, you know, certainly you compete at jiu-jitsu. That I'm, I'm very happy to say. And, um, yeah, I would say, like I say, when you're competing in any sport, you need to have that edge, you need to have that drive. So to try and fully remove your ego would just be, you know, a little bit, little bit too much. I'm watching a chap come out now who's literally dancing and revving the crowd up. And, you know, it, that's helping him to feed his ego that's helping him to get his confidence up and get himself ready for the for the upcoming bout so it's it's important to have that and I think even just inside a a regular gym setting if you're not looking to compete or anything like this then you know you've got to be able to to drive yourself against your your peers within the room and to come in too laid back would you know as we say hold back your development but also potentially hold back their development as well you know, you, you train for yourself, but you help to train others when you're in, you know, a, a martial arts environment and a jiu-jitsu environment. So that ego, if it's controlled, will not only serve you, but also serve your, you know, your, your training partners and your teammates as well. And, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's got to be some truth in the sense that you can never fully remove your ego either. I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's always going to be there and it's always going to crop up at some point. So, 
to think that you're ever going to be fully removed from it will probably set you up for failure in one sense where when it does pop up you'll think ah well you know what I'm you know I'm out of order for letting that come to the surface or whatever but yeah so that's just my kind of initial thoughts on that um just I say just rambling on really I can't I I can't recall the rest of the the comments that Carl made there was quite a few and I just literally picked that out from the notes that I'd made so apologies if that wasn't in any way the the depth that you were expecting Mr Green or that you would have liked feel free to uh, message me and chastise me or publicize me or you know just just say that was enough um you know any of those will do and uh you know same for for any of you ladies and gentlemen listening in as well i'm always happy to receive your you know your topics and your feedbacks and your interactions so please do feel free to to do so drop me a message you're like i say welcome to follow my either my my own individual instagram account which is jitsboy or indeed the designated uh, account for this podcast which is the cauliflower chronicles podcast and uh, so you can find us on uh, on instagram there i'm not on facebook anymore just because of uh, you know the fact that i just find instagram a little bit more enjoyable to use and stuff and facebook just boring me if i'm honest um i don't know if anyone listening in will remember the i'm getting bored of facebook song that did the rounds a few years ago that's uh, yeah, just very, very prominent for me at the moment. I, I miss those old Facebook days. You know, the older listeners may um, be able to recall this, but where you had things like throwing sheep at your friends and so on and poking, and I think you could bite at one point as well, just silly little things. But, you know, I, I miss those sorts of interactions rather than the, you know, the massive, long-winded, political and, you know, sometimes just religious and egotistical rants that people go off of on Facebook these days and trying to be far too sort of yeah far too PC and everything and just not seeing it for the bit of fun and a laugh that I anticipated it would always be but anyway that's another another topic perhaps so of course we uh, find ourselves in also strange times in the sense that we have uh, Lost uh, uh, Queen Elizabeth, uh, Royal Highness the Queen passed away a couple of days ago now, and uh, we have a new, uh, new reigning monarch. So we're in a, a process where lots of things are shutting down, um, which is very strange. Um, you know, I have the the greatest respect for anyone losing family members and so on and so forth, and I don't wish to make this a either a royalist or political sort of commentary or anything like that. Um, but I, I do find that people are queuing for hours and hours on end, just really, really strange to, uh, to, to, to anticipate that, that you're doing that for someone who you, you barely knew. I do find that rather, rather strange. Um, but like I say, I am, um, uh, you know, just not the, uh, not the type to do that for, for, for anyone personally. So that's probably why I'm struggling with it. Um, because of that, the Academy will be closed on Bank Holiday Monday as well as our little kind of, you know, sort of, in a way, show of respect, but also just because the nature of probably what everyone else's days are going to be, it's probably going to be a little bit hectic for everyone to get over and so on, and travel may be a bit of an issue for some and so on. So we're going to be having a, a nice long, a, a nice longer weekend in that sense, um, but not necessarily in the sense of, let's say, why we're having it. Um, that's it. I'm looking forward to that a lot. The one thing I will say about you know now having Unity up and running, as fantastic as it is, is that it is 
bloody knackering. Um, you know, with the morning sessions and the evening sessions, penciled, uh, oh, sorry, sandwiched around a, a regular work day, you know, that, uh, that tends, to, uh, tends to make my days quite long, tends to make them quite tiring. So uh, I hope everyone appreciates all the work that goes into this. I, I'm joking. I absolutely love it. And I go to bed with a smile on my face every night now because of this. So, uh, yeah, it's great. But it is tiring. So uh, just so you know. That's where my oh, don't know what happened there. That's where my um, coffee addiction has gone through the roof now. It's literally just on a par with well, well, I think it was an addiction before, so I think a dependence might be sort of more, you know, more of a way of putting it now. It's physically necessary for me to have six to eight coffees a day minimum. Um, most of them before and during classes <laughs> has to be said. I still have the you know a couple at home, but I'm rarely at home nowadays. <laughs> so it's you know it's more here. And uh, just in case he's listening, big shout out to Liam. Thank you for the coffee machine that you provided for us because it is worth its weight in gold. I sit here now with another another brew on the go with my lovely little splash of almond milk that I add into it. So yeah, that's just a little bit more ramblings. What else have we got coming up? Oh, so just looking at the notice board over there. We're going to be taking a few guys over to Massif, which is a a competition over in Kent at the end of the month. I believe it's the 25th, 26th of September, something like this. Um, So that will be, let's say that will be good. It's It's a nice sort of outing for everybody in terms of, you know, getting them used to the idea of competing. And also as a bit of a showcase for other martial arts as well. There's all sorts going on over there. I've not personally been myself but I know Sean and a couple of the other guys have and you know a few of us want to go over and just support as well as we can say the guys that are going to be competing the handful or so that are going to go into the arena so that's going to be uh, that's going to be interesting I've been keeping up with my judo training as well thankfully um, I've been you know lucky enough to find a, a good bunch over at uh, Rayleigh Mill Judo Club and uh, they've you know taken me on board with uh, you know lots of uh, lots of enthusiasm and stuff and put up with my weird uh, reciting of positions in English to try and uh, you know try and make them stick in my head, giving them their their own sort of little names. Um, for example, we were last night we were drilling Taitoshi, and uh, whenever the coach says, "Oh, we're going to do Taitoshi," I have to say three step because that's how I remember it in my head. It's literally three steps: right leg out, left leg in, right leg out far, and then go over the top with the bent knee. Um, that is, like I say, just what I have to do in order to to remember some of the throws. Um, I think Ippon Cien, I think it's Ippon Cienaghi, I'm saying this right, is uh, under the shoulder. That's what I have to say to myself. So Ippon Cienaghi, under the shoulder. Um, if you ever have the misfortune of being my partner in any judo training, then uh, at least now you're well prepared for my recital of uh, random keywords to help me remember what's going on. So, uh, yeah, currently got my, my, my little red belt, got that, uh, I think it was the start of the year, um, and that was say, mainly thanks to the work of the guys over at Westcliff Judo Club, which I'm very, very thankful for and would still be sort of attending over there, but what for the unity timetable and so on, had to find a, you know, a place that was able to fit around that, and um, like I say, I've been able to find that in, in Rayleigh Mill, and they've been equally as, as, as great in taking me, taking me forwards, and um, I'm hopeful that we're going to be you know, looking at, oh, kind of, I think it's yellow belt next. So, yeah, yellow belt grading next for me. Woohoo! Um, not that I'm in any way bothered about grades or anything for judo. I just really want to keep learning. I want to keep my, <laughs> first of all, keep my mind active. 
but also keep my martial arts journey active. Um, you know, there's still so much more to do with jujitsu for sure, but you know, there is a whole host of other things that I still want to improve in terms of, you know, being a bit more specialised. As you know, judo will hopefully give me the tools to specialise in, uh, you know, throws and takedowns and that sort of thing, and just kind of look at things from a different point of view, um, you know, and just different focuses and so on and so forth. I I follow a uh, a sambo club on, on my on Instagram. I think it's Warriors Academy, which I believe are in Kent. And I do keep meaning to get down there one day, but my worry is that I'll like that so much I want to keep making the journey and it's a long way. So, you know, just add more miles to the to the clock. But, you know, that's another thing. Um, I, I should really get some form of striking in at some point as well, even though I have no skill in it and no affinity for it. That's probably why I need it, because I've got no skill in it, eh? But anyway, we'll, we'll see. It's all down the line. Um, so, yeah, those those things are still working and in the pipeline... What else can I can I tell you about, I suppose? Um, well, there's not that much, really. I think I've rambled on a fair bit now. And, uh, you know, probably as, a, as an initial listening to me, that will probably be enough for you. This is a sort of 20-minute opener. Just trying to wrap my brain, see if there's anything else. I was going to ask then if there was anything you wanted to talk about because I saw this as a telephone conversation just completely forgetting, of course, that you're not going to be able to interact with this, or at least not in real time anyway. Um, so that just shows how my level of intellect hasn't increased over the last three months at all. <laughs> but there we go. We never never really doubted that, did we? So I suppose we'll call it a day there then. I will fill the rest of my time here waiting for Stuart to come and pick up his phones and for the classes to start by just finishing up a little bit of planning and uh, probably finishing up watching the, the UFC now. It's, uh, well, I say finish up. Still got a good two hours to go, so I'll probably run through the classes and, and stuff as well. Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of it, really. Um, just right. Oh, so tonight's class plan, just for those of you that are, you know, might be interested, we're going to be doing some gi work. We're going to be going over uh, the, um, the, the idea of getting inside control Separating hands, using uh, cross-body control to control and uh, for the beginners, and limb isolation and limb separation for the advanced guys. That would probably make no sense to you. It doesn't make much sense to me at the moment, but that's the kind of thing that we're going with. Um, again, I, I try and use sort of topics and things like that as a means of putting my class plans together rather than just specific techniques or movements and that sort of stuff, and then work off of that sort of original kernel of an idea, if you like, or that overall sort of theme, and uh, go from there. Yeah. So, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for taking 20-odd minutes out of your day to, to listening to me. I will do my very best to get back on these in a more regular basis and also to make them, uh, again, more interview-based and more interactive with other, you know, other names and faces and so on and so forth. I'm massively inspired by my good friend Nathan Leverton and uh, other friends Mick Tully and Kirk Cornwell who do a fantastic podcast uh, World of Martial Arts and they also put their stuff out over YouTube and stuff as well so you can see them and you know actually have a bit more of a kind of link with them and that's something that I think is really really useful and powerful so that you know maybe something that I'll try and set up for you know sessions where perhaps where we have with management groups or interviews with people and so on and so forth just to make it that little bit more uh, 
you know, entertaining for, for you ladies and gentlemen listening in. But in the meantime, just to say one more time, please do take a moment to pop over to my Instagram pages, have a little look, have a, you know, you know, like if you if you like what you see, have a follow if you if you you know think you'll continue to like seeing that sort of stuff. And if you have any um, you know comments or anything like that, do feel free to to drop me a message and to uh, you know kind of go from there. Oh, I suppose the the only last thing I could mention, which I did mention briefly, was my marathon that's upcoming. Um, that uh, is literally two weeks away now, London Marathon, and uh, I'm not ready if I'm honest. 16 miles this weekend, just, just gone, or just under 17, I think it was. Hurt like hell. And, uh, you know, doing 26 is only going to hurt even more. So as one last uh, kind of final point on this podcast, if you do find yourself able to check out my... Uh, my uh, I was going to say Just Giving page, it's not Just Giving page, it's a TCS page now that London Marathon use. So if you can check out that fundraising page, you can find it from the link in my bio at my my Instagram account at Jitsboy and uh, that will detail the charity that I'm doing this for. It's a local Essex uh, charity called Havens Hospice and they do some fantastic work to provide end-of-life care for uh, children in the Essex area and their families and they are a wonderful organisation um, that is just just absolutely awe-inspiring and um, I'm very, very honoured to, to be you know, able to, to, to take a place for them and, and do this again, even though I swore I'd never do a, <laughs> a, a marathon ever again. Here we are, number four, um, but this will be my last one. So please, if you do, like I say, have spare pennies or pounds, anything at all will all add up, please feel free to check out that link and drop that in there. And if you can, just even just you know, drop a, a, you know, a share of it on your own personal page just so we can get the word out there for that and uh, do all we can to make it as successful for them as possible. So, that'll be it. 25 minutes deep. Thank you for listening to the extra bits and pieces there. I hope you have a good morning, good afternoon or good evening, wherever you find yourself. And hopefully, I'll be hearing from you and you'll be hearing from me again very soon. Thank you very much. And that's all from us at the Cauliflower Chronicles podcast.